0: So, Jason,
1: you uh, you bought a whole bunch of new audio gear and now it's failed on you. Is that what's going on?
2: No. Well, two corrections. I did not buy a bunch of new audio gear. I bought one new audio gear to replace a bunch of audio gear. I'm not so sure that it has failed as much as I have failed to not properly look into how the whole thing works. Mm. Rather, just kind of dove in and hoped for the best. So there's work to be done there. What was
3: that one thing?
2: That is the Elgato Wave XLR. Uh, And I got that to replace all the other crap on my desk. The Focusrite Scarlett whatever and the Cloudlifter CL something. One. Um, There's just too much stuff. Too many things. And this thing I think will fix that. And it has touch-sensitive mute button on the top, which is like, oh, how I have missed a mute button having this other crap that cannot be controlled through core audio.
3: Just no mute buttons on the Apple TV remote, not into that mute button.
2: Mm -mm. No, that's still the dumbest feature uh, that's ever been added to a remote in history. So I've hit it probably approximately three times now on accident. And every time it's like, what, why is this? This is the worst button. Is there a mute button? Yeah, on the new Siri remote. There is now. I've got that. I hadn't even noticed it. Oh, did you forget that they fixed the remote? Whatever that means. Yeah, I went and bought
3: one. I've been using it fairly heavily during ad breaks uh, on live, you know, free-to-wear Olympics telecasts. Mm, Because you have to sit through ads. Yeah.
2: Speaking of Olympics, Patreon shout out to the (laughs) NBL Pocket Podcast. Look at that tie-in. I know that guy. Did you see that tie in though? That's like, that's some professional level stuff right there. Tying Olympics, NBL. It's, it's like I'm a regular sports guy.
1: I was watching Japan play basketball last night and noticing that Yudai Baba was playing for Japan in the starting lineup. He's also coming off a championship with the Melbourne United team in the NBL. I saw that robot throw the ball into the
2: hole, and I thought that was probably the coolest thing that ever could come (laughs) from the Olympics.
1: That was so, that was like the perfect we're in Japan moment for the Olympics, wasn't it?
2: I don't know why that's not just the Olympics. I think every sport, everyone should just make robots to do that sport. That's the challenge. Like, we're over people at this point. We know what their limits are. Let's get some robot Olympics going and have them compete instead.
1: I want to know that he he made a free throw and then a three-point shot and then a half-court shot. Mm -hmm. Could they have just kept on backing him back? Like could he have gone? why did court? they not? Why did it end there? i That was my question. I thought
2: for sure it would just keep going, and he would be like a quarter mile away like <laughs> throwing car this car ball <laughs> and still just making it perfect every time that that would have been
3: really exciting while we're on the topic of basketball, Andrew, what's your thought on the whole three by three thing? Um I'm a, I'm a traditionalist. I don't really like it. What is that? I, I, it's for the kids,
2: right? Is that like the size of the court? They play in a square instead of a rectangle
1: uh no it's um it's actually two teams of four players hence they call it three by three it's half a court isn't it yeah it's three by three on the half court at any one time not even half court it's almost like a third of a court three pointers count for two points and two pointers count for one point because that makes sense
2: all right you take a game that's well established everyone Mm -hmm. knows how it works you change literally everything about it Mm -hmm. and somehow pretend like it's the same game
3: well, you're American and you know American movies when you see like street toughs or ragamuffins like, you know, playing on a court but only addressing one of the hoops. Sure. You know how they kind of congregate around there. Just imagine that in an Olympic setting
1: but without the street toughness. That's what they're doing. Oh, that sounds boring. If you want to get bonus points, you find Billy Hoyle on the sidelines. and uh, Billy Hoyle? Billy Hoyle. And you're like, you take the chump. Oh, what the chump. You get the chump. Come on.
3: Jason, do you know what's happening?
2: And our thanks to NBL Pocket (laughs) Podcast, (laughs) our newest Patreon member. If you have a podcast about some kind of sport that two-thirds of us know nothing about, please join our Patreon at oneprimeplus.com.
3: Now, on the topic of Japan, I want to know Andrew's latest
1: Toyota update. The Toyota update is that Toyota is now in my garage. Wow, that was quick Congratulations I have it it, ha- it arrived Picked it up two days ago now Bought the car I rock up They've got the car Under like a black curtain sheet Wow With like a little red ribbon on it
2: Like a commercial
1: To do the big reveal Like <gasps> Andrew Canyon, this is your car I've never experienced that before I didn't know that sort of thing was actually done but There you go <laughs> It it it's a nice car. I have to say. I have to say. I there is. I have only discovered one flaw with the car in forty eight hours, which is pretty good for me. Hmm. To only discover one downside. It's the wrong color. There's lots of upsides. It's beautiful, hybrid, red, fiery red. Mm. It's a wonderful car. One problem, no chi charger. No. No. Come on, guys. Return it. Return it. I contemplated it. I thought maybe I needed to buy a little Chi pad and plug it into the, the USB <laughs> socket and, and make my own Chi charger. <laughs> I would have thought that was like pretty standard by now. So it has CarPlay. Well, this is the other thing, CarPlay. And now this is, I haven't, obviously I haven't read any books. haven't looked at the manuals. Just, no. just mucked around with it. CarPlay works when you plug it in, but I haven't discovered CarPlay working with Bluetooth, which I think is a feature of CarPlay. But,
2: there's two different kinds. There's wired CarPlay and then there's wireless CarPlay. Right. And you don't always get both. Ah, That's my understanding. Okay. I think there's a specific... I don't know if it's just strictly called wireless CarPlay or there's another word for it, but I think there's something special and different about it versus okay. wired CarPlay. So Since
3: you seem know. to know what you're talking about, Jason, uh, because <laughs> CarPlay comes after the setup does that mean that to use wireless carplay you'd have to go through whatever car's horrible bluetooth system there is with the enter your digits and here's the scrambled token thing in order to use it
2: Mm, good question my assumption would be yes although you would think by plugging it in it would do all that in the background but because i think the carplay stuff is so siloed from the rest of Mm. the horrible Mm. car interface that probably not. So I would definitely give that a try. I have done that that. connected first. I've done the
1: Bluetooth connection thing in me, Mm. Bob. But I don't know if I've actually enabled I don't think I I haven't been able to enable CarPlay remotely. But I'm kinda not that fussed about it either because the one time I did use CarPlay on another car wirelessly, it was it crashed like so often. Mm. and I don't know whether that was the car or the software version or CarPlay, but it wasn't a reliable thing. Um, So I'm kind of okay with it being a plug-in, unless I upgrade to like an iPhone 13 that doesn't have a plug at all, in which case I'm stuffed.
2: Right. I mean, it takes a half a second to plug it in and then it's charging via plugged-in charging. Yeah. Wireless CarPlay was always kind of a, okay, that sounds nice, but in practice, I don't really know if it's that big of a
1: deal. I did today go and... Because I know my pride in my new car will last about a month, so I'm maximizing this period. I stopped in at Bunnings, and I bought a little hand vacuum cleaner thing, so I can yeah, clean the carpets at, any, at a drop of a hat,
0: hmm.
1: and I bought a chamois. Oh, very nice. So I can give it a wipe down. And then after a month, you'll
2: never do it again? Is exactly, that exactly. Okay, got it.
1: That's good. So, yeah, Toyota update. At least it'll be nice for a month. Yeah, if you see a guy cruising around in a red car, wave, it could be me. Today is my son David's 10th birthday. Happy birthday. Happy 10th birthday. Yep. That's a big one. Big one, double digits. He's been been pretty excited about this one. We've enjoyed an evening out. I went to a restaurant for dinner. Did you have cake? We had a delicious cake his grandma mm. nonna made it for him lovely double like rich as anything chocolate i'm still feeling a bit sick from it oh, like ganache
3: yeah. sort of stuff like
1: cool no assy. no it's like a fat. i don't know it's, it's a wick, it's called a wicked cake oh wow but it's very chocolatey cool right up a kid's alley it's up my alley too don't get me wrong it's really delicious but you can't eat a lot of it
2: yeah a little bit of a cake coma now
1: yeah but yeah happy birthday little buddy You're a champ. Happy 10th birthday.
3: Now, I believe you also bought yourself a gift on your son's birthday.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. Well...
3: As you do. That's customary, I think.
1: It's all about me, right? I'm buying, I'm spending money left, right and center. Man, who is this guy? Well, I realized today, I I was was in the city for a work meeting and I got to the end of that meeting and I realized that tonight was the night I was cracking out the M1 to do a podcast Mm. recording because we talked in the past that it seemed like there's some... My, my intel seems just too slow to handle you guys and the sync. and Too slow. So let's try this M1. Yep.
3: Yeah. And then I realized
1: I would be relying on Wi-Fi. And is that something you want to put when you're recording, you're doing Zoom and you're recording audio, do you really want to be reliant on the vagaries of Wi-Fi?
3: Well, after the last year of dealing with me prior to this cable, the answer is No. <laughs>
0: So I we have precedent for this. I reflected
1: Gosh. on Martin's experience and I thought I need it was horrible. I need an an adapter. So I went to the Apple store mm. and I, I wondered I looked at the shelves randomly and just as I found the thing I needed, somebody came and asked me if I needed any help. And I said, Yeah, I've got I think I'm okay. I've got a Belkin USB C to gigabit Ethernet adapter. So I asked the assistant, Is it ha- does there happen to be an Apple branded one? Nope. She wasn't sure. She looked on her little iPad, iPod thingy me bob that they carry around. Nope. I was like, that's fine. I'll take the Belkin. And then I thought, well, I'm here. What else can I do with my? <laughs> <laughs> might as well,
2: might as well get a
3: Pro XDR display while I'm here. I guess well, uh, couldn't load his spreadsheet on his phone. Internet was disrupted. Big spender, off you go.
1: <laughs> well, you see, I had I had the Apple voucher burning a hole in my pocket from my trade in of my iPad. Oh. So I wandered over and I was like, what else can I buy? I don't really need anything. But what about these Air Tags? Mm. Air tags. Wow. The the assistant was still with me, right? She sort of just latched on. So she wandered me over to the air tag area. And I said, Now, this is my little test. I'm like, Now tell me, these air tags, do they work as effectively with my iPhone being an iPhone 10R as opposed to an iPhone 12? Like, will it be Then she just walked away. As accurate? <laughs> and she was like, oh, I don't know. I don't actually. And then she said, I've got an iPhone, I don't know what she said she had an iPhone was, but it wasn't the 12. And she's like, mine is a bit wonky when it gets nearby as well. It doesn't really lock on. I said, ah, yeah, well, actually, the iPhone 12 has a a special chip designed to enable it to find. And she's like, oh. Oh, okay. You told her that. Oh, Basically, God. yeah. We quickly then switched into me being the sales guy. Oh, there we go. And explained Jesus. to her.
3: And then she latched onto you and you sold her something and then everything broke down.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And then she reversed the favor. And she, so I was like, I'll take one air tag." So she sold me on. She said, you just want a cheap cover. You don't want one of the Apple. ones. It's expensive. You want the Belkin. And I was like, I know that. That's what Martin got. So straight away, I was very comfortable buying it, knowing that it had the Martin seal of approval.
2: I think the Belkin one's great. That's the one I have on my keys. I, I like it. It's nice and it's like solid plastic and, and goes on your keys nice.
1: So, yeah. So, basically, there we go. And um, I said to her, well, look, this, even if it doesn't work very well, she's, she told me I could return it within 14 days if I didn't like it. And she also told me that, you know, if it's not good with my current phone, get a new one. I was like, yeah, that's right. They'll release a new one in September. And she said, oh, maybe they will. <laughs> I hear the chip shortage is impacting Apple as well. So uh, there you go. Heard it first from the Apple Store representative. The chip crisis has hit Apple. There you go. We may not get our iPhones in September. Thank
3: you, New York Times. She didn't know what the U1 chip was, Mm -hmm. but she knows all about their supply chain very intimately. Exactly. Very good.
2: This sounds like a solid source. I would contact um, the 9to5verge the or whatever the hell immediately.
3: <laughs> Run by Ming-Chi Kuo, whatever his name is.
1: Yeah. Wow. This sounds like hot, hot take. I think she might have been feeling you.
2: Kind of feels maybe that could be the case.
1: But there you go. I bought stuff. So, you know, kid has a birthday,
2: buy yourself gifts. Happy birthday, David. Thank you for keeping the economy going in Perth.
0: <laughs>
1: Unannounced trivia corner. Oh,
3: my. Oh, here we wow.
1: Go. I'm ready to
3: lose
0: again.
1: This is what happens when Jason gets an extra hour of sleep. <laughs> Question
2: one. How many, is it milliamp hours, I believe is the term, was in the iPhone 3GS battery? <laughs> is it 1,219? 1,483? 1,507 or 1,326? 1, Martin, you
3: take this away. I'm going to go B. Okay.
1: What was B? Um, I'm going to
3: say... It had a three at the end, so I thought that was interesting.
1: <laughs> was, there, was there an option of 1,412?
3: There was not.
1: Oh. What was that one? What was the
2: 1,400 one? The one Martin chose, 1,483. Oh, I, I don't like 83 at the end. There's also 1,000... 000... 1,219. Yeah, I want that one. Okay. You are locked in. Follow-up question, because there has to be two. It's the rules. What is the current version of Android? <laughs> is it 9, 12, 11, or 10?
3: You first, Andrew. I took the early one. <laughs>
1: um, Krispy Kreme chocolate donut version. I liked it when they used those version numbers. 12? Okay. No
3: looking at your Android phone. I'll go for 11 just because they're all in sync at the moment. And, you know, Windows 11. And they're not really the same company, but whatever. <laughs> they're not, nope, not at all. But, all <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Windows has Android apps now, so it basically is. That's true. Via
2: the, via the Amazon App Store. Like, probably the best possible way that you could ever run apps. Thank you for playing unannounced trivia corner. Fantastic.
1: Answers will probably not be in the show notes and that will drive a number of our Patreon supporters crazy.
3: I don't make the rules, all right? I just read the questions. So what's next? Okay, so next topic. Uh, I believe this is a Patreon member's benefit to suggest a topic. It is. And this topic suggestion is from
1: Gabriel. But it's, more, it's a bit of a Hispanic name as well, so you can sort of go, Gabriel. Can you, is that kind of how you do it? I'm not. Really kind of good. Italian. That was more Italian, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that was that was much more Italian. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't do it. It's G- a me, a Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. Jason, basically, you, you nailed it. Can you help it. me out? Yeah. Can you help me with that with a Latino kind of
2: cringe? Um, <laughs> if if you want to have your namesake and or culture completely ruined by any of us at any time, you can go to OnePrimePlus.com, dot give money. To then have us butcher um, everything about your culture.
3: Thank you. So anyway, what is his (laughs) suggested topic today? Uh, I have written down in our show notes here backups or backup strategy. I reckon we'll probably be pretty similar. Andrew,
1: do you want to start? I'll start. I'll I'll start. When I back up, generally in in the new Toyota, I'll put it in reverse. It doesn't make much noise. (laughs) Just ease it in. It's got cameras all over the place. So it's really easy not to hit things. So that's, and then I just back up into the parking spot.
2: Does it make a weird noise? It probably makes a weird noise, right? Because it's electric.
1: Yeah, it sort of goes, it sort of clunks a little bit. And it goes. Um,
2: no, like to tell like people that,
1: that you're, don't, oh, or is that not thing? a thing there? Yeah, I don't think it's really a thing. I know the thing you're talking about, but I haven't noticed that thing. Oh, uh, okay. Because I know
2: here, I think they have to make a weird noise if they're going under a certain uh, speed yep. so you can actually hear it, I-, I guess. I don't know. I'm not fully
1: sure what happened. Simulated Anyway, so you have the new backup in the Toyota. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then, so that, that sorts the car out. Look, sometimes I'll occasionally think about backing up with regards to a computer as well, which maybe what he was talking about? I'm not really sure. I'm going to go out on a limb and just assume... He probably meant data on a computer, not
2: um, in a car.
1: But I could be wrong. Go with that. Okay. Well, I I can uncover that really quickly. Basically, I have a time machine backup going to my Velcro taped hard drive under my desk. Mm. Like a 3M sticky thing. I've stuck a little hard drive under my desk. That is my time machine. I did for a period have a occasional super duper copy clone of my computer, which I would do randomly and sporadically. I've given up on that ever since it got too hard to get boot partitions and all that working. I just gave up, too difficult. Uh, And I also pay for uh, Backblaze, not a sponsor, really good service, been happy with it, but I only back up my my iMac and it's connected giant drive. The laptop, the M1 laptop that I'm using now, I'm just living on the edge with this bad boy. I have zero backups to this thing because it's basically just a satellite. So it just relies on cloud data from everything else. So it's not really ever got anything. I had a RAID enclosure at one point, a NAS drive with a RAID enclosure. You know, it's like RAID. What, and that, what could go wrong? And it was backed up. Everything. Everything went wrong. <laughs> one drive crashed while I was away for a weekend. So that was the RAID array. in. in You're going to want dual drive redundancy on that? It was in that, you know, that mode it goes into when one OneDrive crashes. You're like, don't worry, it's a RAID, it's a RAID array. So you can handle that, tri- that crash. Just to be I, clear, you
3: keep saying OneDrive. We're not insulting Microsoft on well, this it should
1: because that's a crappy sync service as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I was like with my RAID array, I got, by the time I got back and changed over the drive, and then it tried to recopy the amount of effort that it put on the other drive that was similarly aged as it tried to resync, everything caused that drive to fail, which ultimately meant my entire RAID array was balked. So RAID, I've got another RAID array now, but it's not an ass. It's just a OWC Thunder Bay. I can, I can feel that he's very glad he asked this question now.
2: It <laughs> sounds like he's getting a lot of really good... Uh... A lot of backup
3: professional wisdom here, I think, is what I'm Bang for his Patreon buck. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: But, you know, Martin, what are you
3: doing? Well, look, uh, I use Time Machine just on... uh, I have two little USB-C hard drives, you know. I would love a, a few of those Samsung T5 or T7 things, but I can't really justify the money going and buying all of those. Maybe eventually I will. I don't know. But I like to have two physical Time Machine backups in case something goes wrong i also subscribe to backblaze i just have that schedule thing you know syncing with the cloud server or whatever when i go to bed after we have recorded this podcast and uploaded files because then you would never receive the uploaded files Uh, i think that actually (laughs) happened once and that was a nightmare so yes schedule after 1am please start because then the australian internet in new south wales will break uh so there's that I just do want to say, though, I kind of miss the fact that Apple used to do the time capsules, you know, like the Airport Extreme with the built-in drive. I never had one of those, but I would love to have that constantly whirring in the house because I'm fairly diligent with backing up to those little time machine drives that I have. But you know, you go, oh, did I do that recently? And you go up to the menu bar and you go, oop, that was a little while ago, better do that now. Whereas the time capsule would just be doing it frequently. And I know it's Wi-Fi and all that stuff, but I like that idea.
1: You, you like the idea of that thing worrying in your house. You do not like the reality of it. I had one. It was the most, it had the most crummy hard drive in it. I ultimately replaced the hard drive with a decent one, but yeah, it was right. never great.
3: But things have progressed, so they could do a nicer, newer one. You know true, I mean? true, they could. I, I, I get what you're saying. I understand, but why not a 2021 time capsule? I'd like. Yeah,
1: to. That could make, they could make it like a mesh router system as well.
3: Yeah, oh, what a novel idea. No, okay. Jason's shaking his head. Nah, nobody wants that. Jason, what about you? I don't back
2: up anything. <laughs> I back up everything constantly forever. Are you kidding me? This is like <laughs> it's waiting like, for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do I do? I have a lot of stuff going on here. So I've got time I do run time machine still um on a continuously connected drive. I think it's a four terabyte drive for Time Machine, so I can have Time Machine backups going back to a long time. It's kind of crazy how far back Time Machine seems to be able to go with the <laughs> amount of space you give it. It's like, how is it fitting all that? I don't know, but don't question it. It's just magic and it works. Time Machine is the thing where you never really care about it, but every once in a while there'll be that file that somehow... Just disappeared. Where'd it go? Nobody knows. Like, I didn't delete it. Yeah, you did. You're just stupid and you don't realize you deleted it. And then you pop open Time Machine. It does that cool little like windowy looking thing and you slide through the, the little sidebar and boom, look, it's back on my desktop. Oh, I did delete it. Okay. Restore. So that's Time Machine has gotta be one of the most undersung heroes of just something that is a great feature that's built in and just works connect any stupid piece of crap drive you have in a closet and you have a wonderful backup if you have a mac plug in a drive turn on time machine do yourself a favor that being said i have also a 24 terabyte let's see six big drive connected to my imac
3: that's for cool. all of your professional cinematography, surely.
2: Correct. Yep. And then what other drives? Oh, I do a carbon copy clone of my iMac every Saturday. And then I have, like everyone else should have, Backblaze for five dollars a month slash soon to be six dollars a month. Rebuy now at yes, the five dollar a month price before it goes up. I did that. And that allows me to back up my iMac, so one terabyte drive in the iMac, as well as all twenty four terabytes of the other drive are backed up into Backblaze as well for five dollars a month.
1: Where else are you
2: going to back? That's up? why it's not
1: five dollars a month <laughs> anymore, Jason. <laughs>
2: That's why it's six dollars a month now. But it's as long as it's a connected drive to your computer, and you connect it to your computer. I think every thirty days at a minimum, it will back it up backblaze which is i just i can't understand how you would not spend five dollars a month to just know if everything goes wrong in the world you still have a copy somewhere of your stuff is getting back 24 terabytes going to be fun no it's going to be. You awful. imagine martin uploading
1: 24 terabytes <laughs> <laughs> he'd be an old man by the time it finished
3: <laughs> oh but it would be great fun getting there <laughs>
1: This is
2: apparently a Backblaze ad now, but I cannot speak highly enough of it. I've never had an issue with it. I've restored stuff from it in the past. It's just a great service, and it's I would consider it to be a must-have for any computer, win- Windows or otherwise. Whatever it runs on,
3: get it. Totally agree. Uh,
2: other than that, for mobile devices, iCloud um, backup, mm-hmm. I, I run that. It runs automatically unless you've turned it off. Same here. Um, but I also have a reminder every Saturday. Saturday is kind of my backup day where I either do backups that need to happen. So like my craft notes, I'll do a massive export of everything
1: every that's other a, that's week. That's a huge. That's a huge party day in the Burke household. You get to oh, Saturday. B- you get to his Backup house and, day, man. It's just backups. What are we gonna do today? Is
3: Valerie doing the same thing? Is is she also committed to backups? And then you. Reconvene for lunch or something? No, it's just kind of what I do throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, yeah, you brought up mobile backups. That's important. We all do that. Very important question. Back to Time Machine for a second. Do you both agree with me that the loss of that starry warp back in time in the Time Machine interface was a huge loss for the system? Yes.
1: Yeah. That was the best. I think that was fun. Wasn't it just
3: a great way of visualizing
1: it? Was it? fun. It took away the fear and like of restoring and backups. Like, oh i don't want to stuff up but then it's like man this is cool and it immediately got you into the idea of what are you doing you're moving through time and space it was perfect it relieved some stress
2: too because the only time you're using time machine is when you've royally um m- messed up i'll say and that was just kind of a yeah it sucks but at least i'm in space <laughs>
3: Yeah, it kind of so. reminds me, it's like, no, you're totally right. It, it's like when you see progress bars that are not only moving or giving you an impression of time underneath, but when they have that little cycling animation to show that something's still happening. Mm, yeah. You could be enraged going, when is this going to finish up? Oh, but at least it's still working. When bars don't do that, it's just like a static solid color yeah. line. I, I kind of line that up in my mind with that time machine interface. Yeah, it's that's just when you have to do the thing something. where you
2: take your mouse cursor and you put the edge of the mouse cursor on the bar where it stops. Oh, yeah. So then you can wait and see if it's actually moving or not.
3: <laughs> I've done that. Yeah,
2: that that was like a Windows go-to move way, way, way back in the day. It's just like you put put it right up against the edge and then wait. Is it actually moving? Oh, yep. Yeah, nope. It moved a little bit. Okay, it is still progressing.
1: <laughs> uh, I hadn't thought about that. That's hilarious. No, no,
3: no. has there been an update on pre-ordering yes
2: yes there has play date thursday pre-ordering 10 a.m pacific time pretty exciting make sure you
3: pre-order but only after i pre-order so for people who don't know what we're talking about jason the play date a very nostalgic oh. little yellow device with a crank
0: love Do it to
2: explain a little love it more? so panic our friends at panic friends of the show panic not a sponsor here in portland oregon actually They make software. People know about their software. Coda, you may have heard of in the past. Nova now. It's their code editor. uh, Transmit. Transmit. The truck. The cutest little truck that ever existed. Have decided, you know what? Software is cool, but you know what's cooler? Little weird esoteric gaming hardware. That's cooler. (laughs) So they've made the Playdate, which is a little handheld, reminiscent, sort of a Game Boy looking kind of thing pretty standard screen on top d-pad a b buttons and the thing that you know you're probably familiar with from consoles like the nintendo switch a little tiny hand crank on the side you know the very standard input that all game consoles have i think my ps5 has a little handle on the side to crank so it's pretty standard
0: you sharpen your pencil with
2: it
3: yep Mm -hmm. or the hills hoist (laughs) clothesline yes good reference wow thank you
2: so yeah, they've, they've they've gone down this path of creating hardware. It look, it looks amazing. Everything I've heard so far is that it, it is amazing and, and great. They've done a, a nice job with it. It's finally going on pre-order uh, this week. And then I think it's supposed to ship, or the, I should say the first batch of 20,000, I believe, which sounds like a lot, but in my head, I'm like, oh crap, am I going to be able to get one? I think they go on, or no, they go to shipping, I believe, before the end of the year, which I'm not exactly sure what that means. Is that like, you know, December 31st or October? I don't know. But good news, we actually are getting it, um, and you're getting more games now than you were initially because there's seasons of games is how this thing is going to work. So you buy the unit, you get season one of the games for, for free, comes with it. I think it's like 12 games or something. The other cool thing is that you can just, make games for it and put them on yourself if you want It's it's got a whole interface or a whole uh, like SDK or whatever and then you can just sideload games willy-nilly
3: from the video that they showed it looked like it was appropriate for like kids and adults like it was really accessible
2: it's everyone yeah I don't think there really is a I mean I'm sure for legal reasons there's an age range but I, I don't see mm. there being any reason why it's not for for everyone
3: so who intends to order one jason yeah
2: oh hell yeah
3: i'm not even really into games massively i mean not as much as i used to be i've said that before my favorite mobile game is still the brick game on the ipod yeah you know that uh but i think i'll be getting up to order one if i can yeah i'm actually fairly interested in this
2: i plan on making a game for it for that's my my big goal is to make a game for it by the end of well i mean if i have one Um, By the end of the year
1: What about you Andrew? I've been excited about this since It was first mentioned years ago And I've always said to myself I'm Mm. going to order I'm going to get one of those straight away Then I got the email Where it was like time to pre-order And I said to myself Do I really want this thing? Like I hardly ever play Nintendo Switch Which I have I don't play any real iOS games I'm just not a gamer And I keep trying to pretend that I am and I was like, I'm not a gamer. I don't need another thing. So no, I'm going to enjoy your experiences. It'll give me an excuse to visit the both of you at some point so I can play your playdate.
3: There you go. That's a good excuse. Well, I'm just looking forward to when the stereo dock's available so I can have a pen. Because mm. it comes with a pen. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, right. That's exciting. That's right. That video
2: that they did. I think the dock yeah. thing comes later, I believe. Yeah. So and So I think you get... I can't remember if you get the cover thing, but I, there's the play date. There's the cool little cover, um, to protect like the screen and the buttons and stuff. And then there's that little dock, which I mean, that's just, that's part of the reason why I had to get this whole new audio interface thing is so I can clean some of this shit off my desk. So I can have room <laughs> to put the little yellow dock.
3: I even made a gap too. Great minds think alike. I shifted everything along. It's made it easier for my earphone cable, and there is yeah. a spot right there. Could be empty yeah. for months. Who knows? I
2: have a little spot right here. This is where the little dock's <laughs> going to go. So now I'm for all of again. those people at Panic that are listening right now and want to send you know units to be reviewed on probably one of the most prestigious podcasts ever created
3: um, across two hemispheres.
2: I'm right. I'll go pick it up in person. Yeah.
1: Oh, there or we not are. in person. You could leave it in an alley and tell me where it is, and I'll go get it. Either way, I think that's a great deal. I, why would Panic not jump at that opportunity? Can't think of anything. I'll even pay. <laughs> I'll even pay for it. Look at that. That's a deal. That's just an unbelievable deal. Yeah, Panic so. ca- Cable Sasser. We, we know you're listening, mate. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He
2: emails all the time to hello at hemisphericviews.com to give feedback to the show. So, I mean, he, he's out there. Media Corner. Media Corner. Media
3: Corner. Media
0: Corner. Media Corner.
1: Media corner. The theme just keeps getting longer. Can we do the uh, the death metal version as well?
0: Media Corner!
1: The corner in which media resides.
3: Well, with that, I'm going to start. That's one of you two wants to go.
1: <laughs> Please, Martin, take it away. What have you got for us in Media Good. Corner?
3: I want to mention something which... Yeah, go, Jason. What did you want to say?
2: I was just going to say, I don't have a Media Corner today, so I'm going to have to find
3: something while you're you talking. You don't have to. You can just consume oh. other people's media. Do, do you have a you.
1: media alcove? Oh, okay. A media nook?
3: No. Media oh. cranny.
2: I guess I have a media basement, but I'm not in there right now. so That's no good to anybody. Is
3: that a medium basement or a media basement? Like an apron, an apron? It's like a large media basement.
1: Media basement.
2: Sorry, I don't, I don't pronounce all of my letters Sometimes.
1: Except your R's. No,
3: I just wanted to make an English joke. You didn't do anything wrong. You pronounce your
1: R's really strongly. Yes. And your and orange. Orange. Say squirrel. Squirrel. What? <laughs> oh, speaking of <laughs> yeah, orange. Speaking of, I was when I was in say the, it like you. When squirrel. I was in the Apple store today, they had an orange M1 and all the other colors on display. Mm. And I couldn't pick which one to buy. So I, didn't, I, oh. I walked out empty handed. So you, say you bought all of them. which one would you pick
2: though like if you had to
1: so tough really maybe the green maybe the green but i wasn't i would have to sit there and look at them again for another 10 minutes it was
2: actually it was actually a very good thing that i when i bought this that i had to do it via just kind of gut feel off what i saw online if i had if i had gone into a store first i think that would have been very difficult yeah paradox of choice media corner again we're back we, we're we back. walked by it couldn't find it it's that little <laughs> shop that's right in the middle of the buildings and you're like where the hell is this oh it's at 403 and a
3: half 72nd street
1: okay here we You've just go. gotta walk through the wall with confidence and you'll find it
3: all right well, i'm gonna kick it off uh, and yeah. then we found media basement media nook whatever this is we found it uh this isn't so much a recommendation, but just something that I wanted to shout out because it is a medium, you know, it's something that is image-based and it's on Twitter. And I just thought it was one of my favorite tweets, if not my favorite tweet ever. Did either of you guys see this in the show notes already? for mm, our topic pool? Yes, pull? yes yep. I saw it. I don't know if this appeals to you, but it made me crack up. And just to let everyone know, I don't actually follow this person. It just turned up in my Twitter feed uh, because someone else liked it and i had to use the twitter for iphone app for some reason i don't like it but i was there and uh, this person called nadine uh, from what i can see she's known for tweeting in all caps and starting every tweet with f yeah which may offend you i'm not going to say the swear words so i don't have to beep it out in the editing (laughs) and she said f yeah a pair of socks was abandoned in the foyer lobby for american listeners of my apartment building so my neighbor turned them into art solid trolling five stars. And the images that accompany this and the quoted uh, in, in this tweet, essentially what you see is this pair of discarded socks in the middle of this foyer, this hallway in the apartment building. And someone has gone to the effort of creating like a museum of fine art or contemporary art caption, like a citation to go with it. And I'm going to read it to you because I think this is some of the most creative, out-of-the-blue thinking for what is essentially a piece of rubbish on the floor, someone's forgotten socks, and this is what it says. In the place of the artist's name it says unknown with the title never odd or even 2021 mixed fabric on tile (laughs) and it follows with this description Referencing the disposable nature of contemporary society while celebrating the ability of two souls, no matter their differences, to find each other in the turgid spin cycle of life, palindromic never odd or even imagines a society where differences are cast aside in recognition of what binds. Two empty holes. Exhausted. At peace. They are Romeo and Juliet. Bert and Ernie. Ham and cheese. They are every sock. I thought this was brilliant. I think it's fantastic. And when you hear the word palindromic, this person really means it. The title Never Odd or Even is the same backwards as it is forwards. Never Odd or Even backwards is never odd or even. So the amount of effort that this person in this Twitter user's apartment building has gone to label a piece of Art like this, two socks on the floor is unbelievable. And as a side tangent, it reminds me of when Natasha and I were visiting, I think it was MoMA in New York. And this links back to what we were saying on a previous episode, Andrew, Mm. about Australian human not quite being understood in foreign environments. So we're standing in the middle of this, you know, big uh, like hall in, in the gallery or the museum. And Natasha noticed like a pile of, it looked like dirt on the floor from someone's shoe. So she walked up to it, bent over slightly and put her hand on like on her chin Steve Jobs style observing what she was pretending was a piece of dirt art on the floor (laughs) and the security and I laughed and the security guard came over and said with his fine New York accent "Uh, excuse me madam you know that's not actually and then we said oh we're Australian and we're taking the piss and he looked at us with this look of shock and went oh you're joking oh oh, right And and he laughed and walked off so he honestly thought that we were admiring dirt on the floor And that's my Media Corner segment. (laughs) Holy crap. It's
1: excellent. I I, I don't have anything to say other than it was a really fine piece of uh, trolling. Five stars.
3: It'll be in the show notes if you want to see it. Media
1: Corner. I... But... but, No, we can't finish Media Corner yet.
2: (laughs) Oh, you wanted to talk about Skadoogle.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know if... I, we probably don't have the time, so I'm just going to side. We can do that instead if you want. No, 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 no. I'm, no, 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 sure no. I'm going to use this as a teaser, okay? I so watched e- it. Everybody talks about Ted Lasso. Oh, Ted is amazing. You know what? I haven't even bothered to get around to watching the start of season two yet. I love Ted Lasso, but I have not got time for that. It's because you're dead inside. Because I have a new love in my life, and that love is Schmigadoon. Why this thing is not getting more... Love, I don't understand. It is hilarious. It is enjoyable. It is sing along joy. I love it. I love it. I love it. Schmigadoon. Great title for a show. That's all I have to say. Just watch it. Just watch it. It's so good. Give it a chance.
3: We love it, and it's only three episodes in.
1: I've tried to explain to people. I said, "Oh, it's like a musical comedy," and like some friends of mine were just like, nah, we're out. Not interested." No, no. And I'm worried that's what people are doing. They're just going musical comedy. No, not for me. You've got to try this show.
3: I think what people need to understand is it's making fun of the format. It's a parody of 1940s musicals. So anything that shouldn't be a song is a song.
1: Mm. It's hilarious. Yes. It's really great. Jason, have you seen it? I have seen
2: it. Yes. I've seen two. I, think we've, well, I don't I think think the third one was out yet mm. or it just came out. It's on Friday, I think, right? Yeah. I think. Yep. Anyway, yep. Um, we had seen everything up till, I guess, this week. Yeah. So I've seen it. And you love it, right? Huh? It's it's, it's Spadugal? Spadeagle? <laughs> something like that. They haven't done themselves any favors, I'll just say. That name, that's a terrible name for the show. I get that that's Ooh, the name it. of the place, <laughs> and that's fine, but I think it's supposed to be like a reference to something else that no one's going to get ever. Yeah, no one's going to remember that name also. So that doesn't help them. For some reason they never talked about I didn't even know the show existed till you guys started ranting about it. So which is weird because every other show regardless of how good or bad it was on the platform has been like advertised to death. But yet never heard of this until two seemingly random Australian people in a discord wouldn't stop talking about it that seems really weird to me I don't get why it never came up anywhere I don't know or, or they advertise the hell out of it in Australia and not here <laughs> I guess I don't know it's very strange but um, yeah it's not a bad show it's fine I'm not like head over heels for it but yeah um, I do like saying its name incorrectly as much as possible. Yeah, I think we'll probably continue watching it, though. I mean, it's 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 funny. It's a little bit like, for me, it gets to be a little bit like, oh, everything's his fault always. And it's like, okay, sure. It just seems a little o- a little bit obvious at times with the way things are going. But
1: it's a it's an it's a fun and interesting different show. Martin, I think I'm about to have a lover spat with Jason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, look,
3: the only way to resolve that is in song. Go.
1: <laughs> Smadoogle. I, I can't remember the song, but I know <laughs> no, I liked it. I just it. make one up. <laughs> corn pudding. Corn pudding, corn, corn pudding. pudding. Did somebody say corn pudding?
0: <laughs>
2: hot sauce. So hot sauce. We have talked about meat pies in the past mm. and uh, ketchup or tomato sauce. Tomato sauce. Ooh. Tomato sauce. <laughs> Talked about injections uh, of various saucing and so uh, forth. A lot of saucy topics going on here. Sauce corner time. <laughs> is hot sauce. I feel like hot sauce is kind of a. Mm, I don't. Want, I mean, I guess it's like a thing in the United States. People kind of get crazy about hot sauce. And then there's like all of the hot sauces that are they don't taste like anything they're just made as kind of a gimmick of oh this is the hottest four billion gazillion schmadugan scovels or whatever which is stupid. and they
3: always have like a chili scale on the label like that's supposed to mean something
2: yeah like okay whatever you're you know you want to be you want to make a youtube video where you ate a you know a, a diamond viper pepper or whatever <laughs> like, cool <laughs> I'm talking like actual hot sauce that's good for flavor. Is that a thing in Australia where there's like, oh, our go-to hot sauce is, you know, this one? Or is it not really a thing and you're like, yeah, sometimes we'll put some generic like, you know, Tabasco or, or some insert name of local hot sauce there. Is hot sauce a thing there, I guess is my question. And if it is, what is a food slash meal where you'd be like, This has to be eaten with hot... You got to put hot sauce on it. That's just, you know, what you do.
3: So I'm going to jump in with the New South Welsh opinion Mm. of one person. Uh, I don't add hot sauce, in inverted commas, to anything. Mm. Uh, I would say most people I've seen who do like to add some form of hot sauce would generally do something like either the Tabasco that you mentioned, Mm. or if you're at a barbecue with other people, there might be some sort of, you know, they went to the butcher and got the fancy barbecue sauce or thing that they put on Mm. the steak or the lamb rack that they're doing on the barbecue itself to enhance the flavor. So it's not so much, oh, I've got a steak and I'm just going to put hot sauce straight on it. It's something that you might marinate or actually cook in. Uh, I've come across some people who are really into adding things like hot sauce directly onto it or having like hot beef jerky or something. But when I think hot sauces that I like, I'm normally thinking about dishes from things like Vietnamese or Thai cuisine and the actual hot sauce of a curry or something that something's cooked in, I personally wouldn't add a hot sauce to a dish that didn't start with it.
1: Mm. Okay. Over here in WA, we have a bottle of the... Uh, was it, is it sriracha? The, oh, yeah. yeah,
3: with 10 typefaces.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's quite fun. Fam- I remember reading an article about that and the amount of effort that- <laughs> and resources that are consumed in producing that stuff for the global market. But, yeah, so we have a bottle of that. The one we have now is probably the first one we have ever bought. Mm. Like Martin, I would never have thought to put hot sauce on anything. I don't know how we ended up with this bottle. It just arrived one day. (laughs) We have it. It Gets very occasional use. It never occurs to me to use it unless it specifically says in a recipe or something. Add this now, at this step. I would never just, you know, voluntarily add it. Unless, and this is something I've discovered recently, I've done an egg like a fried egg Mm -hmm. i've discovered fried egg is good with a bit of hot sauce on top of it Mm. so that's pretty much the only time the hot sauce comes out now it's when i've cooked some eggs otherwise it sits there yeah kind of just hanging out with the other sauces talking sauce things it's lasting a long time
2: i assumed this was the
1: case but i had to make sure for myself
3: are you upset bored What's the reaction from the northern? No, recipe? I just
2: I I it's it's one of those things that I just feel is is it feels like an American thing, which I know it's not. Yes, but it feels like it is. Where there's you know the hot sauce, like if you go in, if you went into a a supermarket here, right, versus a a Woolies, let's say the fresh you know, people, not not a sponsor yet. <laughs> um oh so wait will is woolies the one that does the radio thing
3: that's calls Coles.
2: calls Coles. okay so why is our podcast not playing at Coles? is my question first of all that should be a thing
3: mm. well if you want to be put up next to advertisements about chicken then sure yeah
2: i'm fine with that
1: down down the podcast is down <laughs> so
2: if, if if i went into a supermarket here right there would be An entire wall of an aisle, probably, of hot sauces. Just different brands and types and all kinds of stuff. And I feel like you're there, you're going to have like Tabasco sauce in the corner from like 1987 that no one ever buys. And then maybe like one bottle of Sriracha or something. Mm -hmm. That just seems like a distinct, yeah.
3: Two things. Number one. That proves that it's an American thing because we don't have walls of hot sauce here, Andrew, yeah. right? We don't.
1: No, I've never walked past a wall of hot sauce.
3: Yeah, there you go. Number two, talking about coals for a second, this is something that I find hilarious about the categorization of food in aisles, at least in coal supermarkets in Australia. If you look across all the aisles that contain food, you're going to have quite an international representation, right? You're going to have some Mexican You're going to have maybe some Asian foods, maybe some Vietnamese sauces. You know, you're going to find different stuff. And then there's the section within one of the food aisles that is labeled international. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you think, well, where the hell is the rest of the food from? Yeah. I don't know. And then you see weird things in there that I think are just categorized as such because they had to be shipped in specially or they have labels like luncheon meat, (laughs) which I don't think anyone would actually eat. Do you have international food sections within the rest of the internationally themed supermarket food?
2: No, usually there'll be a section for various other countries, mm. but that's I think probably where it would end.
1: I have to say, shopping s- grocery stores in America have were a massive disappointment for me when I went there. I expected them to be like kind of like a an amazing miracle of the modern world they're really disappointing it's just bas- aisles and aisles of packaged food and then those same things with the cinnamon version
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: basically it
0: yeah I, th- I was
3: very puzzled by trader joe's to be honest oh the best well when i first heard what it was i thought it was a hardware shop i didn't know it was a grocery shop yeah. and then i got there and then it was full of food and i was like oh yeah. this is uh, not what i imagined trader
1: yeah they're they're fantastic. Did you go there, Andrew? I don't think I made it to Trader Joe's. I went to the other fancy one. Oh, Whole Foods. Yeah. Before it, was, before it was an Amazon company. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it, Whole Foods just looked like, that was the closest thing to an Australian grocery store that I found. But it just mm. seemed like everything was overpriced. I was like, well, this is just normal stuff with a huge markup. But it wasn't normal in the context of other American grocery stores. I could see why yeah. it was a big thing, but it seemed pretty normal to me as an Australian. Yeah. So I think you guys might be getting a little bit screwed on the grocery store situation.
2: Yeah. I mean, my go-tos would be Trader Joe's, and then we have one here called New Seasons Market, which is probably the best grocery store I've ever been to. They just, it's great. They've got everything. And it's very, it's like, a, I think it's local. I'm not really sure. I don't think they're like international or anything, but yeah, they've got a lot of a lot of variety, every kind of version of everything you could want.
3: Well, if and when you make it to Australia, I'd love to know what you think of ours.
2: I love going to grocery stores in other countries. It's one of my top visited spots. Convenience stores, depending on the country as well, to kind of see what that's like. And any kind of all-purpose type store where they kind of just have everything. Because I'm always interested to see what different countries think are important types of stores to have (laughs) and like how many of them are specialty we only have this versus we have one store that just has everything because nothing's really important enough to have its own dedicated store we just kind of throw it all in one
1: store i find that interesting i was just going to say i think the thing that we benefit from in terms of our grocery stores is that because we're a multicultural nation there is a default setting that you're going to get mm. a bit of everything. Yeah. It's like because you've got to cater to the, the Indian families and the, the Asian families and the Anglo families, you know, who all want different stuff. So basically, every store will have all of that stuff. Yeah. And it's just it's a default setting. So it, it's really high level of variety everywhere and it is interesting where that influence comes from
2: i would say it's the same here depending on where you are right like if you're in the middle of the united states where it's pretty much all the same thing it's gonna be different than if you're on you know on one of the kind of more culturally diverse Mm -hmm. places around the u.s i think it's gonna be very specific also if it's just you know generic safeway they're all pretty much the same they might have a few different things here or there but it's more the kind of regionally specific stores that are going to have those regionally specific items, right? Do you so know where I really want to go? It's very different here versus the mid, like Midwest or something.
1: Hmm? I really want to go to Cloud9 Superstore. Cloud9? What's Cloud9? Sometimes I try and be funny and it just bombs. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, is that the show? <laughs> the show, yes. Oh, it just clicked, the show Superstore. <laughs> I was like, what are you yeah, talking is about? Is this Madugan? No, Superstore is the name of the been. show I'll tell you what, if you guys were up with your cultural references That would have been hilarious There's people in the audience right now laughing They're dying,
2: they love it <laughs> They want more what is, is this another show on Apple TV that no one
1: knows about? Or what? What's going on here? What is this one? No, I think that's a pretty normal one um, I think it's on Netflix I think it's also on my Plex server Netflix, is Netflix, that's the gaming thing,
2: right? That's the one that does all the games now Another reference no one gets Perfect this is f***ing <laughs> awesome. <laughs>